Victoria's Warrior Podcast. It is me, Sheree Victoria, Victoria Sheree. Praise the Lord. I am back one more time to read the Word of God in Jesus' name. I pray that you all are having a blessed morning in the name of the Lord. So, if you guys want to go ahead and meet me there, already a turn to the pages. I'm still in the book of Acts. I'll be reading out of chapter 7 and chapter 8. And I just want to continue to give God all glory on that praise. I thank Him for waking me up this morning to remain faithful in reading the Word of God and to be able to receive all that He has for me in Jesus' name. And I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over this podcast. I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over every listener and over myself, over my children, over Chris and our family. In Jesus' name, Lord God, I just give you praise, hallelujah, on this morning. I thank you, Lord God, for vengeance is yours, said the Lord. And Father, I just give you all the glory and honor which you are truly due. Through all of my shortcomings, through all of my mistakes and all of my struggles, Lord God, I thank you for never leaving me nor forsaking me. And Lord God, I just ask that you bless those, Lord God, who are dealing with some type of struggle, Lord God, that may be questioning on this morning, what shall they do and and why is this happening? Father, I ask that you comfort their hearts in this moment, in this hour, in Jesus' name, amen. So praise God, you guys. Let's go ahead and get right into the reading of the Word of God. Chapter 7. Then said the high priest, Are these things so? And he said, Men, brethren, and fathers, hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Charan, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and come into the land which I shall show thee. Then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans, and dwelt in Charan, and from thence when his father was dead, he removed him into this land, wherein ye now dwell. And he gave him none inheritance in it, no, not so much as to set his foot on. Yet he promised that he would give it to him for a possession and to his seed after him, when as yet he had no child. And God spake on this wise, that his seed should sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage and entreat them evil for a hundred years. Jesus, and the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God. And after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him, and delivered him out of all his afflictions, and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now there came a dearth 
over all the land of Egypt and Chanan and great affliction and our fathers found no sustenance. But when Jacob heard that there was corn in Egypt, he sent out our fathers first. And at the second time, Joseph was made known to his brethren and Joseph's kindred was made known unto Pharaoh. Then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him and all his kindred, threescore and fifteen souls. So Jacob went down into Egypt and died, he and our fathers, and were carried over into Sichem and laid in the sepulcher that Abraham bought for a, for a sum of money of the sons of Emor, the father of Sichem. But when the time of the promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till another king arose, which knew not Joseph. The same dealt subtly with our kindred, and evil entreated our fathers, so that they cast out their young children to the end they might not live. In which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. And when he was cast out, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. And when he was full 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. For he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them. But they understood not. And the next day he showed himself unto them as they stole, as they strove, and would have set them at one again, saying, Sirs, ye are brethren, why do ye bring why do ye wrong one to another? But he that did his neighbor wrong thrust him away, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? Wilt thou kill me as thou didst the Egyptian yesterday? Then fled Moses at this saying, and was a stranger in the land of Madian, where he begat two sons. And when forty years were expired, there appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai an angel of the Lord, and a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight. And, then, and as he drew near to behold it, the voice of the Lord came unto him saying, I am the God of thy fathers, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Then Moses trembled, and durst not behold. Then said the Lord to him, Put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. I have seen, I have seen the affliction of my people, which is in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and am come down to deliver them. And now come, I will send thee into Egypt. This Moses whom they refused, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge? The same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer 
by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. He brought them out after that he had showed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness forty years. This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall ye hear. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us, to whom our fathers would not obey, but thirst, but thrust him from them. And in their hearts turned back again into Egypt, saying unto Aaron, Make us gods to go before us, for as for this Moses, which, wrought, which brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. And they made a calf in those days, and offered sacrifice unto the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hands. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven. As it is written in the book of the prophets, O ye house of Israel, have ye offered to me slain beasts and sacrifices by the space of forty years in the wilderness? Yea, ye took up the tabernacle of Moloch, and the star of your god Raphon, figures which ye made to worship them, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he had appointed, speaking unto Moses that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen, which also our fathers that came after brought in with Jesus into the possession of the Gentiles, whom God drave out before the face of our fathers unto the days of David, who found favor before God, and desired to find a tabernacle for the God of Jacob, but Solomon built him in house, howbeit the Most High dwelt, not in temples made with hands, as saith the prophet. Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me, saith the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Have not my hand made all these things? Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always reset, resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did, so do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before of the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the disposition of angels, and have not kept it. Who have received the law? Verse 54. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed on them with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God, and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at, at a young man's feet whose name was Saul, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Jesus. Lord God. Moving into chapter 8. 
in the book of Acts. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering to every house and hailing men and women committed them to prison. Therefore they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and that were lame. It's just actually the palsies, and that were lame, were healed. And there was great joy in that city. But there was a certain man who called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And to him they had regard, because that of long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. We're going to pause for a second. So this person, Simon, was actually um, a witch. And he deceived the people. They actually thought that he he was given power from God, but actually it was nothing but the devil. Okay? We're going to move into uh, verse 12. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through laying on laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Okay, we're going to pause for a second, you guys. So if we go right back up to where it says, Simon also believed. That was in verse uh, 13 in the chapter 8. It says, Then Simon himself believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. Now, guess what? He did everything, right? This would this would dim him as being a believer, okay? So he did believe, but there was an ounce in him that did want to receive it freely. He wanted to pay for it because he wanted the power. He wanted the power of the Holy Ghost, which he watched and saw that if you just continue to seek God, but his heart wasn't right in that. He was trying to pay the money to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Like, what type of intention were you having? He wanted it for himself, which was evil, 
okay and we have to remember there are people in you know those who say that they believe in the lord and they go through all the motions but their hearts are far from god their intentions are not leveling up to being pure unto the lord what they're trying to receive or whatever they're trying to do it doesn't line up with god so let's keep moving so when he said verse 19 saying give me also this power that on whomsoever i lay hands he may receive the holy ghost but peter said unto him thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of god may be purchased with money thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter for thy heart is not right in the sight of god you guys hear that right his heart was not right his heart was not right there's so many things that we're missing and that you can be deceived of if you're really not paying attention to the voice of God. But it is the heart of man that the Lord sees. And so in this, he had, he had the wrong intentions. So we're going to move into verse 22. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness and pray God if perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. And they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise. And go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, and Enoch, of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet, then the spirit said unto Philip, go here, go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shear, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the Enoch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Praise the Lord. And this part here, you guys, what that part was reading was the testimony of Jesus Christ. Basically what happened to Jesus at Mount Calvary. Praise the Lord. So we're going to go into 35 where he, where Philip answers. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water and the Enoch said, See, here is water. What doeth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
and he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down both into the water, both Philip and the Enoch, and he baptized them. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the Enoch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Asodos, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Praise the Lord, you guys. So the reading of the Word of God is already blessed. I thank God on this morning. So as, as you guys can see here, um, in the chapter, chapter 8 and uh, chapter um, 8 in the book of Acts, I'm sorry, it speaks heavenly about um, at the end part of that where the Enoch was reading um, the, the prophet Isaiah's the book. And um, in that he was saying like, well, who was he speaking? Was he speaking about Isaiah's? Or, you know, or some other man. And Philip showed him that he was speaking about Jesus. Jesus was the one that was humiliated. That, you know, he went through. He went through so much on this earth. And I'm just going to go back to it where he was speaking. Um, where is it at? The place of the scripture he read. He was on. Basically, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter. He was led down as a sleeping child. Meaning he was led to be killed. He was led to be crucified. And so he opened not his mouth. God... The Lord Jesus didn't speak. He wasn't um, vindicated on his behalf. He wasn't talking. He wasn't uh, trying to justify his point. You know, how you guys are making a mistake and blah, blah, blah. He wasn't doing any of that. His mouth was closed. He did not speak. He knew his purpose of why he was going to be crucified. And also, while he was going out to be crucified, he was humiliated. They were spitting on him, hitting him, talking bad about him, everything. Lying on, on Jesus. They were doing everything, humiliating him. Everything was taken away. And it was speaking about how, you know, he, he died. But we all know when he died... Then on the third day, he rose again with all power in his hand. Because he was and is, still is, the true and living God. He has all power in his hands. And so I thank God for the truth. I thank God um, that, man, we, we don't have a timeline of how long our suffering should go. You know, some people's sufferings are... Um, three months, two months, a year, two years. Some people's sufferings are 15 years, 20 years because of what God has over their lives. And so it's, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you try to do. If it's not your time, it is not your time. It's not your season. So everything that you try to do, it's not going to work. But those who are really children of God and those who are really truly believers will understand that the world doesn't understand that and who are we to try to make them to understand and only God is the prover of all things he is the one that vindicates on our behalf for Stephen had died speaking and talking and telling about Jesus and these people were so enraged that they stoned him and even in the midst of him being stoned by these people he cried unto God and said please do not place this sin upon them for they know not what they do same thing that Jesus has said for the people that did him wrong and it still gave them an opportunity then at the time then Stephen gave up the ghost and he went to the Lord 
This walk is not easy. It's not. You're going to go through some things, some harsh things, some evil things, some wicked things from people. But you must not lose focus on what is important and why these things are being done. It's because we are serving our Father God in heaven. And he said they have first hated him first, okay? So we should not take anything personal. We should always give honor and glory to God that he will step in on our behalf every single time. I begin to just laugh at my situation in life because it just seems like it's always a struggle. You know, um, it, it sees that, you know, no matter what someone goes through, it's going to still be judged upon. It's going to be judged upon. And I, and I just thank God for the compassion that he has given me because, you know, the same person that that's been homeless now for what 10 plus 15 years it's so easy for someone else to look at their their situation and say why have they been homeless for 10 to 15 years they could get no job they don't understand the circumstances that is against them they don't understand what it is that they're dealing with but oh when you trust god sometimes our paths and our journeys are completely different it doesn't measure up to what man says do so it's so easy to beset and tell someone else that, you know, he could just get a job. Because they they also in their lifetime probably have struggled just a tad or whatever the case may be. And guess what? They were able to be blessed with a job and no longer to be homeless. But it's not the same for everyone and everybody. Everybody's life, everybody's journey, everybody's purpose is different. And who are we to judge one another? We are no one. We are no one. But it's God who judges. And we have to be so careful because the Lord will definitely humble you when you do not humble yourself. And so I thank the Lord that even in all of this, even reading these two chapters and seeing how evil these people were to Stephen, and to see how God blessed Philip so much that he actually maneuvered him from one place to another so that he can continue to do the work of the Lord after he baptized this Enoch and shared with him the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I praise God on this morning. I give him glory. I give him honor throughout my entire life, everything that I've ever dealt with, because guess what? One thing I do know is God never left me nor forsake me, period because his word says so and i trust god and i believe him and i love him dearly because he is the one that is always and has always been there period so i give god all glory honor praise for being there with my children protecting and keeping them from all hurt harm and danger danger seen and unseen i thank god that through everything that i've ever dealt with guess what his promises have still manifested and his promises will continue to still manifest and i thank god for helping me to receive truth and to live out a life that is pleasing unto him yes sometimes i may fall yes sometimes i may make mistakes and 
and get out of position or character. But when God convicts and pierces my heart, I thank God that in the moment of me repenting, he pulls me right back in, restores me, and that sometimes I will continue to have to be chastised or even go through the, uh, what is it, the consequences. But even after going through the consequences and being chastised, I am learning a lesson to not either do that again, to continue to come to him first before making any decision. It's all about learning a lesson and growing within the Lord. And so I thank God even in that. I thank God even in the chastisement. I thank God even in the, the, the consequences and having to go through because God loves me. The Lord said he chastised those who he loved. And so I am grateful because if he never chastised me, I will continue to keep doing the same thing for life. So I praise God. I give him glory. I give him honor. And I thank him for loving me. I thank him for continuing to help me to stay in the word of God for I know I need it. Lord God, I ask that you help me to continue to stay pleasing in thy sight. I pray that you continue to just purge my heart from things, Lord God, that are not pleasing unto you. That you will continue to fill me with your love and everything that you are. Joy, peace, understanding, compassion for my brothers and sisters. And for those who I do not know, Lord God, that I will continue to minister unto you, Lord God of who you are the true gospel of jesus christ and i just continue to say thank you father in the mighty name of jesus i pray that you all were blessed in jesus name we are at the end of the podcast and as i do every single time that i end out i want to always extend an invite to you all to come listen to the word of god going forth every single day Seven days a week, I almost paused. <laughs> Seven days a week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with my ministry, Lilac Ministry, which is under the leadership of my pastor, Pastor Dr. Jimmy Griffith. You can join with, in with us by dialing 773-922-8270. Again, the number is 773-922-8270. Praise the Lord. And to da- tonight, today, mm-hmm, is Saturday. And on Saturday night, we have Hallelujah Night every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also dial in that same number for Hallelujah Night. So I pray that you all will be able to join in with us and to just rejoice and lay everything before the Lord. And to get you whatever it is that you're seeking the Lord for, to get your refill of the Holy Ghost, or even to receive the power of the Holy Ghost. So whatever it is that you're seeking God for, come with great expectation on tonight at 1030 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our ministry. So praise the Lord, you guys. I pray that you all will have a blessed filled day in the Lord. And I'll be back again tomorrow in the book of Acts and I'll be reading chapters 9 and 10. Praise the Lord. So God bless you all in Jesus name. Amen.